Hello, you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. Very excited today. We have a special guest coming all the way over from Florida, and he's been investing in real estate the last several years, just crushing it. Uh, was actually featured on one of your an episode. You guys were on Bigger Pockets with you and your partner Tim Kelly. Um, so this is going to be a really awesome episode. We're really going to be diving deep into you know focusing on investing in real estate, but also working a full time job. So it's not really talked about enough out there, and I feel like there's a lot of ninja tactics to be able to pull this off, but also you know, all the financing that is available with um, getting more loans, refinancing, whatever it may be, your strategy within real estate. And, uh, and this guy's doing it to the, the highest level, um, some really awesome techniques, and we're going to be diving into it today. So that being said, Jay, what is up, brother? How you doing? I'm great, uh, Brandon. I hope I can live up to that introduction. That, that, was, uh, that was incredible, man. I appreciate that. That's, uh, that was awesome. <laughs> of course, man. Well, you definitely deserve it. So Anybody out there that's crazy and doesn't actually know who you are, do you mind just giving, you know, a little bit of a background of who you are, where you come from, I guess your your work background, and then what you're focusing on in real estate? Yeah, so uh, Jay Helms, my name is Jay Helms. I've uh, been investing for about four years now, uh, actively investing now. I will say I got a false start, bought my first property in 2006. Uh, which we all know was the high of the market. We won't go into those painful details, but there has been a recovery. And now, you know, we've, we found our focus, we found our niche, which is buy and hold. So in the last four years, uh, you know, we've added 51 units to our portfolio. Uh, and I said, when I say we, it's my wife and myself, uh, primarily. We've got a partner you mentioned earlier uh, on the Facebook Live that one of our uh, uh is an apartment complex, 42-unit apartment complex, which we do have some partners on. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of it, me in a nutshell from an investing standpoint. Uh, we focus on buy and hold. Um, I do work a full-time job. It's pretty highly demanding. Uh, I serve as a, a senior client success manager is, is my official title uh, for a regional IT firm. Basically, what that means is I get to work with administrators and CEOs of, of various businesses in, in different verticals, uh, talk about where their, their pain points in their business, but also talking about where they're trying to grow and trying to match up those IT needs uh, to help them do that more efficiently. So from the IT background, I, you know, I've always been interested in you know, having an online presence, uh, whether it be through Facebook or, or, or whatnot. And one of the things this past year that I did um, because of some of the misnomers I think we're going to get into is that, you know, a lot of people think if you have a full-time job, then you don't have time to invest in real estate. So we, we launched the, the Facebook group, uh, real estate investing for the W2 employee. It was very wordy, but it's exactly to the point. Right. And then, uh, from that, we also la- uh, launched a, uh, what's called W2 capitalist, which is a mastermind group that meets virtually and takes advantage of all of the technologies that are out there to bring 
people from all parts of the world. And when I say all parts of the world, we right now have, we have a couple of members who serve in the military that are overseas. They're joining us uh, through those groups. So that's kind of me in a nutshell, right? Is have a full-time job. I've got a growing family. Uh, by that, I mean, uh, kid number three is on the way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so we got a four-year-old, a uh, four-year-old boy, 18-month, or excuse me, 20-month-old uh, little girl, and we don't know that was coming on the way because we, we didn't find out with, with any of them, you know, what they were. So invest in real estate, full-time job, growing family. After that, I'm kind of exhausted. Are we done? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> cut it, cut it. That's enough. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Wow, man. You know, that, that's really awesome that, uh, first of all, you guys are having kids and you're not even uh, knowing exactly, you know, what's coming, boy or girl, which is very, very unique and awesome. Well, I'll tell you. And so if there's anybody listening out there, man or woman, so, uh, you know, not my nature to not plan, right? Yeah. So I'm actually you're a certified. A yeah. And, and, and by trade, uh, what got me to the position I'm in now, I, I'm a certified project manager by trade. So there's a lot of, hey, there's risk planning. There's, you know, there's all kind of planning that's been through my career. So the way that my wife sold me on this was, hey, if we don't find out with, with number one, then we have to buy all the big items uh, general neutral, right? So there's no pink or there's no blue. It's yellow or gray or so that way, because we, we knew we want to have multiples. Uh, that way when, when number two and possibly number three comes along, We've already got the big stuff. She's she, she like, she knows how money driven I am. So she yeah, was yeah. like, if I can make him realize that we're going to save money by doing this, he's on board. She was right. I'm on board, you know, and it's been, it's one of the greatest feelings in the world and the, and the biggest surprise you can get. So anyway, wives, husbands, just a little trick there for you. If you're yeah. nervous about finding out. So, so you actually told, you told me this one-on-one -on -one when we, we were talking on the phone last week and uh, I actually brought it up to my girlfriend last night, just explaining that, you know, I was excited to be able to get this one-on-one -on -one conversation with you on the podcast. Um, and, and she really loved the idea. And I was like, Oh God, you know, I was just, I was just talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so babies in your future, huh? Uh, in the, in the future, far future yeah. right now, yeah. you know, we're, we're grinding, but, um, oh, I got you. Yeah, but so you have a mastermind group. What what area in Florida are you at? So I'm in uh, Pensacola uh, okay. is the closest, biggest city. I mean, we're in Gulf Breeze, which is located between Pensacola and Pensacola Beach. So Okay, very good. And how long have you been in your your job? Oh, man, um, about 15 years, actually. 15 years, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And do you enjoy it? I do, I do. Now, yeah. um, I, have I always? No. Uh, matter of fact, you know, because... The, the technology industry we're in, there's always change coming along, whether it's technology driven, company driven, there's, there's always that change, which is, is part of the motivation, right? Is because I don't like getting stagnant, but there is a certain amount of change that I'm just like anybody else can withstand. Right. But, um, you know, about four years ago, the company that I, the startup that I, um, began with, I was employee number five, uh, we were acquired, uh, that acquisition did not go well at all. Mm. Um, which is what really drove me to find another avenue to uh, produce, you know, income for my yeah. family. And my wife and you know, and I mentioned the the false start in two thousand six. Uh, so my wife and I kind of circled back around that. Says you know maybe maybe real estate's what we need to do. Maybe we need to approach it differently. And we decided on you know buy and hold strategy. And at this point in time, it's about 
2014. So the market had had its big dip and it was starting to come back, you know, now knowing what I know now, right. As I wish I would have just doubled down on everything in 2010, 2011. Yeah. But you know, it's still, we still hit it on the way up. Um, of course. And we're still having some success with it. So we've, we've learned a lot uh, through that, but yeah, you, you know, with any job, there's going to be things you don't like and what you do like. One of the things that I have discovered though, and, and it wasn't something I went into this really trying to figure out, but it's been a byproduct, an unexpected byproduct is, you know, you know, day jobs, your, your W2, you're always, or at least I was stressed at trying to figure out how to make more money. Right. And, and, and try to expand and where is my time spent? Uh, because, you know, as the old saying goes, time is money. Well, one of the things, the byproduct that came out of this that I was not expecting was as, cause we've basically in the four years, we've, we've 10 X our net worth and we've increased our annual income by 60%. Mm. Uh, by doing that, that has relieved what I now know was anxiety driven by or anxiety focused on my W2 because it wasn't producing uh, the income and the wealth results that I wanted to see. Right. Now, so now those, that, those boosts are, is that in your job or actually what you've created in real estate? All created in real estate. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I've had minimum raises for the last uh, four or five years, but the big boost has come from specific, more specifically real estate. Right. So one of the things in, in the, the byproduct that I've, um, was surprised about is now that we start seeing, okay, we can do this successfully. We are having some success. We see, you know, our income growing, our wealth growing, that has alleviated that pressure from the W2 job, which has made me a happier employee. Yeah. And it's allowed me to focus on what my job is there to do, right? And it's to serve those customers. So that was an unexpected byproduct and, I, and I'm certainly glad it happened. Oh yeah, of course. Now most people out there aren't, they, they haven't either found their passion or the, the job that they truly like going to. And just like you said, like throughout the 15 years, I'm sure there's been times that it might have not been the, the most exciting going to, to work. But overall, you really do enjoy your job. And uh, for anybody else out there that really enjoys their job, but they're almost capped out and they do want to get to that next level, you know, th this is something that you acknowledged was obviously a smart vessel to kind of start focusing on another stream and, and something that could, you know, be passive, which is awesome. Plus you really know as the market's changing or not just the market, but business in general, you don't know what the future with the job can actually, you know, bring you for security. So you're kind of making that on your own with real estate investing, which is awesome. Yeah. I, I want to talk about that first deal just for a second, because most people out there when, when, they run into some issues like, you know, buying at the top of the market or financial crisis. Um, if they lose anything, it's kind of like, whoa, they put on the halts and they're just, they're shut down from it. Especially if they yeah. have a significant other like partnership, it's very easy to get kind of talked out of jumping back into real estate. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so how bad was that first one? And like, what, how did you guys think, okay, well, obviously we identified we did something wrong here. What was it and how could we actually switch it up to, to improve next time? Yeah. And uh, before I answer that, I do want to mention, or before we go any further, mention that having your spouse on board, number one, right? So and, and yeah. You've got to have that, you know, I don't know. I, I've been very blessed. I love my wife. She, she's an awesome person. She's my voice of reason. Yeah. Uh, 
and, and I'm extremely lucky for her to say, yes, let's, let's do this venture together. Right. So, but getting, getting on board, you know, I would say I was very lucky and I didn't have to do a whole lot of selling to, yeah. to get her on board. Uh, but the key point there is to, to make sure your spouse is on board, but going back to that first deal, 2006, uh, it was a live and flip. So I bought it when I was still single. We met during this process. Um, and you know, single guy, I was, it was a 1950s style ranch home, three bedroom, two bath had not been touched since 1950. So it had the pink bathroom tile, the blue bathroom tile, the brown stoves. I mean, it was, it was incredible. But, um, so I've we did properties like that in the past. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we learned a lot going through it. We did a lot of the handiwork ourselves. Now the big stuff, we, we replaced all the windows. We did, had some electrical, you know, that sort of thing we put to the, the certified tradesman. But a lot of stuff we did ourselves. Um, it was a great bonding experience for us. You know, we still have feelings toward that property, but it's long gone, right? And every time we go back to that city, we, we will typically drive by just to see how it's doing, things like that. But when, you know, when we... Uh, this wasn't a different city too. I want to make sure that, so this was in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. And, and this was in uh, 2010. So at that point in time, my job allowed, had an opening for me to, to relocate to Pensacola. So always wanting to live where other people vacation, we took it. Right. So yeah. uh, I had contacted the realtor who sold me the, the property uh, just a few years before that. And I said, Hey, here's the situation. I'd love to sell it. Here's what I've got in, in it. And here's what I need to sell it for. And he just, you know, straight up when they says, Jay, that's not going to happen, man. Either you're going to have to come to, to um, the closing table with some cash, which I didn't have, or you're going to have to rent it out. So it, luckily, this is a great part of Birmingham, one of the best school systems. We rented it out immediately, uh, top of the market rent. Um, and we just left, you know, we kind of went and said, okay, that's fine. Well, then we started circling back around. Uh, speaking of my wife, she's deeping in. Uh <laughs> Then we circled back around, you know, in 2012, 2013, we started thinking, okay, well, now we want to get back into this real estate thing. Let's start looking at the Pensacola market. It's been going through this regentrification uh, probably for about 10 years now. But okay. a lot of great, exciting things have been happening. Um, and so at that point in time, we found uh, Bigger Pockets, right, which everybody, most everybody knows about. Um, and I really dived into understanding how to analyze a property. And when I did that, I went back and analyzed the property in Birmingham and realized that it was costing me $300 a month to hold on to. Now, if the property was appreciating for that much a year, I would have said, okay, this is a good deal, but it wasn't right. Yeah. So at that point in time, you know, at the, at the point in time we sold it, we owned it for almost 10 years. Um, we walked away, we cashed, we, we sold it. Uh, we walked away with some equity. But if you look at the numbers of the deal, we, we lost money, right? Okay. But we were able to walk away with some cash because the equity was in there. Um, the debt pay down kept going from the renters, right? Um, it, and then we took that money and we, we bought, we paid cash for a, a single um, one bedroom, one bath house in Pensacola. Okay, very good. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, it, it could have been worse, I guess. But at the same time, during that, that long period of time, overall, you know, money into it, you did lose some money. But um, yeah, I think overall, if we, and, and I apologize if you're watching the video, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to battle a little cold right now. Um, <laughs> so much yeah. respect for you, brother. I, I yeah. appreciate you being <laughs> on here. You're a soldier. Um, the, uh, I think overall we lost uh, close to 20, 
20 grand is what we lost. Okay. Um, if numbers serve me correctly. Yeah. You know, it's one of those painful memories. I try yeah, to. A little, little bit of a sting you like to keep behind. Yeah, just yeah. bury it as far as you can and try not to let it resurface. But, um, yeah. but you know, that really speaks a lot of, about your character, you and your wife, obviously, you know, like uh, just some rock star people in general, because um, at the end of the day, it's okay to fail. And I want to try to push that on so many people. Like as, as you're a little kid learning how to walk, you're going to fall down so many times and all your support team around you are, are going to tell you, you know, parents are going to tell you just like with your kids, I'm sure, you know, you guys are encouraged them to get back up, like, you know, with a yeah. smile on, on your face, you know, kind of cheering them up. Yeah. And, um, and that's going to happen with business or anything in life. And what's important is just to get back up, get back on the horse and keep it moving and not to like focus on the past. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the things, and we made a lot of great memories there, you know, yeah. we, we learned a lot, um, you know, and if you think it, if you think <laughs> looking at the cost of some of these guru courses or seminars, you know, that's about what we would have paid for it, but we yeah. got the real world experience and not, you know, not just sitting in a conference room for somebody saying, Hey, this is how you do it. Yeah. You know, steps one, two, three, watch this PowerPoint. Of course we were into it. So yeah. And, um, you're right. You know, and on the kid thing, uh, my kids do fall a little bit. They, they get their clumsiness after yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> I, I will let them lay there and get up themselves yeah. where, you know, the mother aspect has to swoop in and pick Ooh. them up. So there's, yeah. there's different parenting styles, but they seem to work out fine. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, it, it is funny. And education is important. It, it is good. Um, but at the end of the day, you're only going to learn so much with education. So at the, you know, once you learn enough, then you really need to just get out there and, and put in the work because hands-on is re really where you're going to learn the most. That's where you're going to yeah. really soak it all in. On the job training. That's right. Yeah. So let's talk about what you're focusing on now. Like what type of real estate are you guys going after? And, yeah. uh, and how do you get these deals while working a full-time job? <clears throat> Um, so right now, you know, I love the small multifamily space. And by that, I mean the uh, two to four units. Okay. Um, you know, those, uh, and I, I think because, you know, those are small enough for me to take down myself or for us to take down ourselves. You know, the apartment complex, uh, I do have some still interest in there, but it seems like, and, and this is the same with, with small multifamily things in the market right now. And I only invest within about a two hour radius of where we live yeah. in Pensacola. <clears throat> I have not tackled the um, investing from a distance uh, yet. It might be something we ta tackle in, in late 2019. We'll, we'll see how the market does, but. I hear um, Ohio is doing well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's where I invest. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There's, there's some, there's some different markets, you know, that, yeah. Uh, or on our radar, Kansas is one of them. Uh, I haven't really thought about Ohio, but um, but anyway, uh, it, you know. So we look at those. As a matter of fact, I made an LOI. Um, it was a 149 unit portfolio in Mobile, uh, and I'm pointing that way because Mobile is physically that way from where I'm sitting. Uh, it's about an hour, hour and a half that way, uh, you know. And, and I submitted the LOI, and, and I didn't want to because when I ran the numbers. I was a million and a half off of the asking price, which, you know, was about a 30%, uh, 40, 30 or 40% drop in price. <clears throat> well, the owner, uh, the seller uh, almost agreed to it immediately. 
that kind of scared me. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, one one swing at negotiation, he's going to drop his price uh, 1.2 million. You know, something about that just kind of made me made me pump the brakes. So we're still looking, you know, for the right opportunity. They are coming slower, uh, you know. So our focus for Q1, you know, I mentioned the Facebook group and and the way we kind of address our goals is you know we don't necessarily have 2019 goals we have uh 12 week goals right yeah. so if you're familiar with the book uh the 12 week year by brian moran that's something we adopted this past past year uh it's phenomenal how fast a, a 12 week period will go by and how much you can accomplish by following that concept which is a lot of how our our mastermind works um so my focus for q1 is growing the facebook group uh, growing the mastermind group and and really just dispelling those rumors out there for people who are happy with their job, uh, love what they do, but may not be, you know, financially satisfied or, or, you know, they may invest in the stock market and while the stock market has been on a good run, uh, you know, I got a feeling that it's going to take a downturn in 2019 and 2020 and they're going to be looking for other avenues to invest. So there was another question you asked me and I want to say that the, aller um, Sinus medicine I take has made me forget it. What was the other question you asked me to answer? <laughs> you know, just, just about in, in general. Um, oh, how we do it, I think, was the other yeah. part of it. So the biggest thing is time, right? Everybody has time. Um, you know, I posted this the other day. It, it was um, uh, you have the time. You're just currently spending on things that aren't paying the right dividends. Yeah. And, you know, so if, if you think, you, you know, the, so there's three there's actually two conversations that when I have with a, a coworker or somebody who has a full-time job about investing in real estate, they say, I don't have the time and I don't have the money. I love it. I love those excuses. I know. Awesome. And I'm like, well, okay, well, let's go have a beer. Let's talk about yeah. why you think you don't have time. <laughs> and, the, and most of the time when you challenge them, okay, where are you spending your time? You know, well, <clears throat> we binge Netflix for, you know, 36 hours in a week or whatever the case is, Yeah, you know, there's, there's a huge chunk of time that you can figure out to use more productively. Right. And the money, you know, a lot of people are confused about that too. They've been, they've been um, either living in their own house for the last 15 years and they don't realize how much uh, home equity they have built in their home already. And they can take that, that money that's asleep, wake it up and put it to work. Or they've been donating to their, their 401k that they can't yeah. touch until they're almost 60, right? And so many people don't know that they can use that as well. They don't know that they can uh, take a, a loan out of that, you know, yeah. basically loan themselves their own money. It, I don't understand the concept, but but anyway, um, you know, it, I understand the concept. I don't know why it exists. You know, yeah, here's no, my money. I, I, I know, it's crazy. I loan it to myself. Yeah. Anyway, so there is, there's plenty of opportunity to find the time, find the money. For me personally, you know, it's getting up at 4.45 in the morning when the rest of the house is still asleep. Yep. I get a couple of hours to focus on whatever we're focused on for that quarter uh, for real estate investing. And then, um, and then it's off to the W-2, right? And then the rest of the house is up. I'm trying to get everybody away and get going. And then I'll plug in and, and get to work until about five o'clock and then, you know, then it's family time again until yeah. the kiddos are in bed. And then while the wife's taking care of all of that, I, I, I'm pretty much exhausted and yeah. trying to, you know, respond to messages and, and stay engaged with the user base and, and that sort of thing. But it really comes down to time and money are the biggest, biggest excuses. And most everyone has both. They just yeah. don't realize it or they don't want to change their lifestyle.
right? I love it. It's, it's so, I mean, you hit the nail right on the head several times there. At the end of the day, there, there's so, I, I like to call it uh, IPAs, uh, income producing activities. There you go. You know, are you focusing on that? It's priorities overall. Uh, yeah. And Which IP are you, are you focused on? The liquid kind or? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The money what, kind. what is your favorite? You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it might, you just got to switch around the priorities, but uh, you know, anybody that I do coaching with typically that's one of the first things, if they give me that excuse about their, their time, you know, I don't have enough time in the day, then I'll, I'll typically go over that and uh, yeah. I'll give them a task for the whole week to write down, you know, every 15 minutes, exactly what you're doing. Yep. And then by the end of the week, it's, it's almost a guarantee. I've never seen anybody that can't, and this includes myself that can't find an additional 20 hours. Yeah. I, yeah. I found somebody last week, 44 hours. I was like, that is a full-time wow. job you could pick up on just doing real estate or anything that you're passionate about on the side. Wow. What were they doing? For yeah, 44 hours. Exactly. And, and, and they were saying that, uh, that they were swamped, that they, were, they had no time in the world. Yeah. I was like, you got to be kidding me, right? Yeah. I was anticipating and, to find 20, yeah. and I was very generous by um, you know, conservatively extending. I gave them like nine hours of sleep every day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing too. And, and I know I've got bags under my eyes. I've had a rough couple of days with a sinus problem I've got going on. But, um, you know, finding that time does not mean you're taking away from those seven or eight hours of sleep you've got to get every night. Yeah. Because in order to invest and work a full-time job, you've got to be great at your full-time job. You never want your coworkers or your boss to question, okay, he's spending his time on this. Um, you know, he's starting to slack on his, his W2 or what we pay him for. Yeah. Uh, you never want him to question that. So you've, the sleep is very important to get. Uh, I'd also say working out, you know, even if it's 15 minutes a day, I found this cool app uh, yesterday. It's called seven minute workout. Yeah. Uh, high intensity training workout. I did it earlier today um, for the first time. And I was like, it was only seven minutes, but man, it kind of rocked my world for seven minutes, you know? Yeah. Um, it's solid. It's that balanced life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, fitness, health, wealth, uh, finances, relationships. It, it's so important. Yep. Cool. So as far as, so right now you're focusing on residential multifamily, two units to four units. Um, how are you going about getting these leads? And, you know, what is your strategy? Are you doing the full remodel? Are you doing like a burst strategy, full remodel, rent it out, refinance? You know, I, I love, um, we've had, we've actually had some success of taking over units that have tenants in them, real, real good tenants in them. So, um, I haven't had to do any of the burr strategy yet. Okay. Uh, now I do like the value add, you know, I do, if a property's vacant, uh, to go in and fix it up to what the market will support, uh, and get this higher rents out of it. But, uh, for the most part, you know, we've, um, our, our small multifamilies, when we acquired them, they were full. Um, and, and for those, so I've got a duplex and a fourplex that, um, the duplex, the residents are still there. We bought it, uh, two and a half years ago. We've Mm -hmm. gone up in rent every year. They're still there. Uh, which I love this story, you know, because, um, I've never been in that property and it's five miles from, from where I live. 
Really? Yeah. And, and so, I mean, it was one of these things where, you know, you asked me where I find these properties, you know, getting those relationships with the realtors who are familiar with the county that you're in or the particular area that you're in. We have, we have relationships with about six realtors uh, because that's about every county that, that we focus on. And, um, they'll feed me leads, you know, and it takes a while. And, and sometimes the, the stuff that comes on, just comes over, doesn't match our uh, criteria, but it's something for us to look at and kind of see what the market's doing and kind of understand it. But this, per, this particular property uh, came through a realtor who we've done about 10 transactions with in the mm -hmm. last four years. And he said, Hey, it's not on the market. It was on the market. He was asking this, knew you're interested in, in that kind of asset run your numbers and see what it would come up with. And I ran the numbers and came up with what I thought was a low ball offer. I offered it, the guy accepted it like that. And I'm thinking, you know, I probably could have saved myself another five, 10 grand if I would have, Yeah. you know, but anyway, but I've never been in that property. We, we, we outsource, you know, the, the, another good key thing is to outsource everything, right? I don't spend a whole lot of time searching the MLS. I will spend time uh, talking to realtors and, and telling them what, you know, I want in a property. Yeah. Cause they're going to be focused on that. Um, Building relationships and getting other people to work for you pretty much right. sending you the leads. Yep. Um, which is huge, highly important yeah. uh, when you're trying to also work at W2, but, but that property, you know, we had the home inspector who, who have all, who, I haven't always used him. Uh, but I, since I've started using them, I trust them tremendously. Mm -hmm. Gave me an excellent report. We closed on the deal. It was fully occupied. So we didn't have a need to go in there. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we have our, all of our properties are professionally property managed. Okay. Uh, which is another outsourcing bit. Right. Huge, it can be a huge time suck. Yeah, I mean, it can be. Because when I, we first bought, when we bought our first property, here in Pensacola, we attempted to manage it ourselves. Um, I'm just not that. I'm just. I just want to own the asset. I don't want to talk to the to tenant. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe I'm a bad person for that, but I just don't want that. And, and I, you know, and it took a tremendous, what I would consider a tremendous amount of time, right? right? So you know, just in like for example, if it's midday, and this happened, it was middle of the day. The um, tenant called me and said, "Hey." Uh, my neighbor just called and said, water is running out from the bottom of the house. Can you go over and check it out? Well, I was traveling for work. So yeah. I was like, uh, I can't, but I can call my plumber and he'll be there. And, you know, and I'll, let me figure out when he can be there and I'll call you back and let you know. But anyway, so, you know, those kind of things, if I would have been in town, I probably wouldn't went over there, you know, and I had to take off and it was just, it's just not for me. So outsourcing is huge. Yeah. Right? And you've got to be able to analyze your deals to allow for that outsourcing to happen because most property managers are going to take somewhere between eight and 10% of your, uh, your monthly income. Yeah, no, I love that. <clears throat> it's a really good tip. Um, and as, as far as, you know, getting financing for this stuff, have you found a, a local bank or, you know, obviously having the, the daytime job that obviously helps. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, you know, a lot of people wonder where the capital is going to come from. And obviously if you've got a great W2, you know, they're going to want to see those pay stubs and, and see how you're progressing there. But I have found a, um, it's not a local bank. It's actually a, a regional bank, but I've built enough relationship with um, a banker who is there 
um, that is just awesome. You know, she's, she's gotten things for me. Like I'll call over there. We, our last deal, um, it was a the fourplex that we closed on earlier this year. Um, you know, there was the closings never go. Like I hear all these 30 day closing, you know, for some reason we have not been fortunate enough to go through a 30 day closing. Maybe it's the banks we use. I don't know, but you know, but this one was, was going smooth and, um, like a sharp, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, it was going smooth. And, and then we, you know, something happened. Uh, they needed something for underwriting or, or whatnot. Uh, and uh, so I just called her, this banker and I said, uh, my local contact here and I said, Hey, your coworker is calling me, asking me for this. Um, I know that if I go through this request, it's going to take five days because uh, it's going to have to go through the corporate office in Birmingham and then come back. And, and she goes, sure. What do you need? She had me that document within two hours. Mm. The funny story is, is that uh, the, apparently however how she got it her and her coworker, they didn't know each other. Right. So the, she's in Florida, the other one's in, in uh, uh, Birmingham. And so they, she calls me afterwards. She goes, Hey, I just want to let you know, I got a call from my coworker wanting to make sure that I was a real person because uh, she was amazed at how quickly I was able to get this. And quite frankly, they thought you forged this document because it, I got it because you got it back so quickly to them. And I was like, that's a fun, I mean, it's a funny story, but it just shows the power of building those relationships, you know, and I know her and I know her kids, she knows us, she knows our kids, you know, so it just shows the power of those relationships and how, you can leverage those to your benefit, right? Yeah, you're touching on a lot of good things right here. When it comes down to relationships, it is so, so important. I mean, I feel like in any business, but um, I, I think it's like a famous saying that within real estate, real estate is definitely a relationship built business. And, um, and at the end of the day, you know, getting all these relationships, having other people work for you so you can still do your daytime job, not waste as much time. And, uh, and analyze correct deals with people that really have your best favor and, yeah. um, in mind. So that's awesome. Also, you mentioned a few minutes ago, kind of going back, that after you crunched your numbers, you, you know, your numbers came about 40 or 60% less than the asking price on, on several of these properties. And you still submitted the offer and then they, they took it right away. Yeah. So I, I feel like that is something so, so powerful. All of my properties have never been even close to full price. Typically they're all, you know, 60% less than listing. And, yeah. and there is some negotiating back and forth sometimes, but, but at the end of the day, you know, what you're doing, so many people out there will just kind of give up after they run the numbers and then not submit their offer. They yeah. did all the work and then it's just, you know, submitting the offer and they, they give up on that part, but you never know what the outcome could be. You never know. You never know the seller situation, you know, and, and, um, I looked at a, a property a while back and I was able to meet with the seller at the property. Now this did not meet our, uh, criteria whatsoever, but you know, it took, it gave me an opportunity to talk to this guy and kind of practice and hone in the skill of finding, what the owner really wanted out of it. Right. So yeah. I just asked him, I said, well, Hey, I said, what are you going to do? Let's just say you sell this property. What are you, what are you going to do? Yeah. And he said, well, he goes, I want to buy an RV 
and he, he gave me the model number. He gave me, he gave me all this information and about, you know, what he wanted the finishes to look like, where they were going on their first trip. And I, and I said, well, how much is that going to, you know, obviously you've done the, the research here. How much is that going to cost you? And quite, and it was funny. It was exactly how much he was asking for that property. Yeah. So, and he owned it free and clear. Right. So uh, now it didn't work out for us, but it gave me that opportunity to find out what he wanted. And if I could have offered him for that, and I think I did, I think I low balled him and he, you know, he rejected, we didn't get anywhere with it. But um, I say low ball, it, it, it was an offer that met our criteria, but did not meet his. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the low but, ball strategy out there, yeah. I don't recommend for everybody. You need to have some good reasoning behind yeah. uh, your offer, yeah. or else yeah. you're just going to look like an ass. But yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you can, and, and uh, yeah. you know sometimes that's okay because uh, and so uh, you mentioned Tim earlier. He's one of our partners on the apartment complex. We've got a couple of other partners on there too. And um, for a while there, we were all focused on mobile home parks, mobile home communities. Tim's really focused on them. Uh, and there was a there was a park that came up for sale here, and without knowing it, uh, all four of us offer made offers on it. Now yeah. it, they weren't anywhere near the listing price, right? But we did it um, all to meet our criteria, and or we made our offers to meet to justify our criteria. Well, the owner basically, you know, he got a sense of what the market was. So sometimes you can look like an asshole, you know, if you continuously lowball. But I think that goes back to where the relationships, where the realtors and the brokers you have, they understand what you're going after. Yeah. And you got to find those that are going to work for you, right? And not necessarily work for making the deal happen. And that, you know, that is a fine line to, to, to kind of dance on uh-huh. because they do get, you know, they get paid on transactions, right? Yeah. So just be mindful of that. But, you know, I think it comes down to having that relationship, them understanding, you know, what you're looking for. Uh, and, and if they bring you an opportunity that meets that criteria that you won't have any problem closing on it. Right. Yeah. No, I love that. That's, it's so good. And I, I just, I just thought of something maybe creative, it's probably in a negative aspect, but, and I don't, um, I assume you guys didn't take it this way, but, you know, you submit an offer, three other uh, random guys that you're close with all submit an offer at the same time as well. And you guys are all well below, uh, <laughs> below yeah. the, the, the listing price. And then you all have reasoning behind it. And then, uh, you know, uh, start outbidding each other. But one really is only going to walk away with it. Um, that's probably not the most ethical way of uh, going about real estate. <laughs> No, we talked about that too. And, and how, you know, and, um, I think there's, uh, was it collusion? <laughs> it might be legal too. But oh yeah, it probably is. is. Yeah. That's a good, knowing that the other ones, other ones, uh, what the other one was doing. So it did drive a conversation of saying, Hey, how can we make sure, you know, when an opportunity comes up like this? Cause in the end, uh, none of us got the property. It went yeah. to a, a higher, offer or yeah. off the market or something weird that happened with that um he realized but, you guys all knew each other and he was like ah. yeah it, 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 you know we, we uh one of the times we sat down and mate uh, met and started talking and, and was like hey what did you hear about you know made an offer what offers have you made what offers have you made and, and that one came up and and um so <clears throat> you know it gave us an opportunity to try to figure out how can we work together yeah um, and uh there was some um 
I'd say alliances, but some, some again, going back to the word relationship formed through that experience. And I say relationships were already there. Relationships were enhanced, mm. right? I love it. This is so good. I feel like there's so much great information in here uh, that, it, that it really going to help out a, a ton of people getting started. Or if they are passionate about their job, you know, some people aren't and they really want to figure out real estate so they can get out of their job. Yep. But if, if you are passionate about your job and excited about going every day, then you can still make a killing in real estate on the side and have another stream of income and, and something that's totally leveraged out uh, to bring security. Yeah. And, and, you know, that was one for myself, when I first started, I thought, okay, Hey, I'm going to, we're going to build up our portfolio and then I'm going to be able to hit the exit button. There was a term, uh, I saw yesterday is, is a corporate dropout. I was like, that's, that's clever. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I wish I would have came up with that, but, um, I'm not there yet. You know, I, I would love to, um, have that option one day. And it, it really comes down to having options, right? Of course. So I don't ever want to, you know, when you have kids, when y'all start having kids, your mindset is going to, uh, or at least for mine yeah. and everybody I've talked to that has kids, you know, you start seeing the world in a different way. And, you know, I never want the, to have the excuse to my kids, Hey, I can't go to this event that you're doing because of work. Right. Yeah. I want to be able to have that flexibility and be able to do certain things with them that, um, you know, my day job just doesn't provide. So I will work it as long as, as it'll happen, as long as I continue to succeed at both. Yeah. Uh, I think there'll be a time, you know, we've got a, I keep saying we've got a five to seven year plan, but every, every year it's a five to seven year plan. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know, you know, that we're that focused on that. So, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we keep well. down with our focus on the 12 week year concept has really opened my eyes on, on how certain things can, I love it. Yeah, that's so solid. So where where do you is there going to be ever like a time that you think that the finances will be so strong in real estate that you you wouldn't want to go to work? I think so. You know, yeah. um I was having this conversation with somebody uh last week about you know, we've got that number, but then once we hit that number, you know, what are we going to do? You know, I struggle when I take off right? Like today I'm off a little bit. Um, tomorrow I'm coming up with the holidays a little bit. I'm going to struggle about, you know, what do I do? And, and I think it's because, you know, it's been ingrained in me for, for, you know, almost 20 years now, um, at this job for 15. So there's, there's a mental aspect that I'm going to have to tackle once we get to that point. Um, but I, you know, I'd love to tackle it <laughs> or try it, you know, uh, always leave on good terms. So if you have to, you got to come That's back. Good. But, That's um, good. It's all about you know, the relationships. Keep building them. That's good. It is. Yeah. But yeah, it's, if, if that ever, um, or excuse me, when that happens, uh, That's it's going to be more of a mental, uh, transition for me than it is a financial one. Right. Very true. Yeah. Jay, you ever get bored, you hit me up. We'll, we'll find some real estate together. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, or we can go fishing together. I, I've been, right. uh, some, so I, I've, uh, I've been known to fish a little bit, but I haven't been uh, since about six, really gone. Now we'll go and throw, you know, I mean, we're in Florida. We've got to go yeah. fishing. Uh, you know, we'll go throw a line in the ponds and, and little lakes around here. But um, really, we have, I haven't really been fishing going offshore in about four and a half years. And I know that because it was about six months before my first son was born. Yeah. 
last trip. So I'm you looking forward back to out there. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking to get more into that. Yep. Or okay. back in. I hear you. Cool. So how how can people get a hold of you? Um, so we've got a landing page. It's helmsrei.com. Uh, from there, you can jump to our Facebook group, which is really growing. Um, and it's, you know, real estate investing for the W-2 employee. A lot of good information from, from, uh, uh, from all sorts of walks of life on there. Um, there's a lot of engineers on there, a lot of uh, computer science guys like myself. Um, you know, they just, it's amazing to see this community come together and grow, but helmsrei.com is the landing page. And then from there, we've got links to the Facebook group and the mastermind and, and that sort of thing. I love it. Tell, tell us a little bit more about the mastermind. You know, what, what actually got you to the point to create that? Uh, well, family, right? So, you know, I, we have a local RIA here. It's, it's very, uh, does very well. Uh, here in Pensacola, it's led by uh, Matt Robinson. It's called the Pig uh, Professional Investors Guild. They meet at Tuesday nights, seven o'clock, which is about the time where you know the house is kind of winding down and and I, uh, around here. And while I can go to that meeting, um, it's time away from my family, right? Mm -hmm. And it's going there. Uh, I think the meeting starts at seven. There's a social hour beforehand, so from six thirty to nine, there's a couple of hours that just uh, in a time of day where our house is winding down and really it's about the only time that I get to spend with my kids and I, I value that time very much. Of course. So I, it started from, I like the meetings, but I wish they were held differently. And then, so I'm in a additional mastermind myself where I participate, where I'm not just a facilitator that, that focuses on a lot of professional growth. And, and I thought, well, this has helped me so much. I, don't know why I shouldn't be able to do this for other investors. Right. So we, we launched it in November. It's all held online. Again, the technology aspect comes out. Um, we do zoom calls just like this. Uh, so we meet twice, a, twice a month, uh, via zoom calls. Um, we have daily challenges and weekly challenges that are, you know, there's a private Facebook group that everybody chats in. Um, and it's, it's going great. You know, there's a, so the, the calls typically go with a Q and a that's been submitted to the group and everybody gets a chance to answer or provide feedback. Uh, but the, the, the kind of the meat and potatoes of the mastermind is the accountability hot seat. So we go through, um, again, the 12 week year is we have, everybody has their own, uh, tracking, uh, sheet to mm -hmm. what goals they're trying to, um, achieve for the next 12 weeks. Everybody can see everybody's, everybody can provide input at any point in time, but, but once uh, every, for every virtual call we're on, at least one member is on the accountability hot seat where we get to provide feedback, really challenge them and say, look, you know, you hit all of your goals this past couple of weeks. Are you challenging yourself enough? You yeah. know, or, you know, you're, you're hitting, you're, you're not even participating in this one. Do we need to change it? You know, what's, yeah. what's going on here? What's, you know, what's the excuse of happening? So, um, and the biggest thing there, you know, I, I, I'm trying to remember where I heard this line about, it's one of my favorites in the last month or so is strive for strive for excellence. Don't strive for perfection. Mm. Right. That's because good. if, if you're hitting your goals 100% of the time, you're not going to be not like pushing that. yourself to the limit. You're not pushing yourself enough. Yeah. So that's what the mastermind is all about. And, and you know, we've got got we've got folks all over the country. You know, we're getting to a point where now we're going to have to um, split. We're going to 
well, we're going to divide up into multiple groups. Yeah, I think that's going to help with some of the time zone issues that we've been battling. But, you know, with any Zoom call or any anything that we're on, it's uh, provided back as a replay option. So if you can't attend the call live, it's available there um, and that sort of thing. But it's it's going great. You know, we launched in November. We've got 15 members um, so far. Uh, I'd like to have 20, 25 by the end of, uh, by the end of March. Um, and I, I think it. that'll happen, uh, just from the feedback we're getting. So I love it, brother. You know what? Like I'm a part of two masterminds that I pay for as well. And I feel like there, there's nothing better because you're really getting out of your comfort zone. The relationships are getting built there. There's a lot of, you know, relationship, uh, social capital, uh, yeah. that, uh, that I'm maximizing on, but also, you know, as I'm helping out other people that, you know, are getting started or coaching or whatever it may be, I'm also improving myself. So, so I can also, you know, lead the way and, and become a leader. So yeah. uh, I, I really, just from the sounds of it, it sounds amazing and definitely want to hear more information uh, privately with you. I, I think that's a awesome platform and I'm really sure. excited that, you know, you're giving back and, and helping out more people. Yeah. And, and it's, it really is the, the, collective effort of everybody coming together you know this last week uh or, or this last call we had um one of our members was on the hot seat the next day he he emails me and says hey man i can't tell you how beneficial that was i was yeah. telling my buddy about it uh, he wants to join is it okay if i send him this information i was like absolutely you know let's yeah. see if he's going to be a good candidate so um and, and we've got a wide range of experience in there now, you know, there's uh, a couple of folks who haven't done a deal yet. Mm -hmm. uh, they're really trying to gain their bearings and they're really benefiting from talking to the, you know, our, our most um, experienced person has been investing for 30 years. Yeah. Uh, and she's, she's killing it. You know, she's really knocking it out of the park and, and providing some great insight uh, for the rest of the group to, to use. I love it, brother. That is really awesome. Yeah. It's so exciting to see, you know, the growth in people and, uh, and just spreading it, you know, like helping out more people. You never know who you can help until you get the word out there. So, yeah, awesome. you, you know, and, you know, for, and, and I'll give you one, one other thing. So yesterday, um, wasn't yesterday, it was last week, I posted a blog, uh, how I balance a full-time job growing family, uh, and a REI side hustle. I got a, a reply back from one of the subscribers and he said, thank you, man. I needed to, to hear this today. And I, this quick response is, well, tell me why. Why did you need to hear it today? What's going on? So he wrote back this two and a half paragraph long response saying, well, okay, here's what I got going on in my life right now. I just got married. We got a kid on the way. I just got promoted. He was a, he's a New York police department uh, officer, just got promoted to um, a detective and he's trying to start investing in real estate because he wants that additional revenue stream. And he was like, I've been struggling to figure out how I'm going to be able to do all this. And he said, this really helped me out. And I told my wife the story and she goes, that's incredible. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, you know, don't, you never know who you're going to touch and impact. Right. That's right. And you, you only need to do one. Like, I feel like, yeah. uh, you know, e even just doing lives on, on Facebook or social media, whatever it may be, um, you know, you never know who you can help out. And, and at the end of the day, as long as you change one person's life or help in a positive way, then, and that's what it's about because yeah. that, that ripple effect will take place, which is awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. So where, you know, I know you talked a little bit about, 
you know, where you see yourself in the future, but you want to just dive in a little bit more? Yeah. So Q1 really is our focus. You know, I want to, I want to grow the real estate investing for the W2 employee Facebook group, um, grow the mastermind. Also, I don't know if you've tapped into this yet, but I've got some feedback on, you know, now all these Alexa devices are coming out or yeah. whatnot. And, and there's some, um, what's it called? Um, uh, filter briefing. I don't know. There's, there's, there's different ways you can market and kind of get your message out there through that. So that's one of the things I want to do, you know, and as far as, you know, reaching to a point, um, bless you, uh, reaching to a point where, you, you know, we get to look at our next property. Um, uh, you know, we're always going to be looking at stuff. I mentioned, you know, submitting the LOI for the last one. Uh, the other thing that we have coming out, I almost completely forgot about it. And is next week, we're actually launching a course called Mindset Calibration. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, oh, well, I mean, it, and it goes into talking about how you can build these relationships. It, it, it is nothing technical. You know, I think there's, a, there's enough tools out there that focus on how you analyze a property, how you do this. But, you know, and people can do that fine. And then they get stuck in this analysis paralysis. What am I going to do next? And a lot of folks that I've run into is because they don't have the confidence to do yeah. that. So they, they know how to do it. But this course basically is focused on kind of busting out of that analysis paralysis, you know, busting out of your, um, uh, your mindset zone. of, yeah, you're exactly right. You're just going to push them, especially, you know, if you're a, a introvert like myself, yeah. you know, I mean, I do well behind camera and, and, and you and me both brother. Yeah, but man, you put me in a crowd and I shut down, which is yeah. also another reason why I started the mastermind group. Because uh, when I'm in a crowd of, you know, Matt does an awesome job. I think he's got like 200, um, uh, 200 uh, attendees usually at yeah. the big meeting, and it's you know I'm just like, man, I want to sit over here in the corner and n nobody talk to me. But um, but you know, there's just so much. Uh, out there for how to technically analyze a property, how to do this. But if you can get your mind wrapped around that, then you can get your mind set for the next step, which is actually taking action. So that's coming out uh, next week. We've got some finishing touches we're trying to put on that, uh, but it's, it's gonna be great. I love it. I'm excited for that. that that's really great. <clears throat> cool, well, Jay, I appreciate you so much, brother. Uh, you know, I've got nothing but love for you guys and, and what you're doing, what you're building and creating such a huge impact. So uh, kudos to you. And thank you so much for being on here, especially while you're sick. I, I know that's the last thing you're trying to do, but. No, it's fine. It. I enjoyed it. I, I almost tapped out. I, when I texted you earlier, I was like, ah, man, maybe. No, let me just go slam a Red Bull and I'll be okay. And, and <laughs> so, uh, but hey, Brandon, thanks for the opportunity. I, I know Tim connected us and I appreciate that connection as well. So uh, if you need anything, just let me know. Yeah, appreciate you. So for anybody out there that, uh, you know, is looking to, to still work in your daytime job, but invest in real estate, this is the podcast to listen to, obviously. So I uh, hope you guys found value in this. As always, if you did find value, make sure you are subscribed on iTunes, as well as leave a review, send a screenshot of that to me anywhere on social media, and I will send you my book, Action Driven, absolutely for free. And um, you can check out brandonelliotinvestments.com or uh, reach out to me on any social media, uh, facebook.com slash brandonelliot, R-E-I, 
or Brandon Elliott Investments on Instagram. So uh, with that being said, guys, have nothing but love. Thank you so much. Jay, you're the man, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Till next time, guys. Stay blessed. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.